God damn it, Disney. God damn it. Oh, man. This is... I'm at a crossroads right now. Um, I really am. It... Oh, boy. See, if you listen to my content, then you would know that I am a huge advocate for the failure of the MCU. <laughs> I really want the MCU to stop. I believe wholeheartedly that if they want to pump in some new blood or keep this shit fresh, which it's not doing, um, that the best course of action would be to redo the uh, MCU, restart it. Brand new cast of characters, brand new people taking up mantles, different storylines, the whole nine yards. The problem is that Disney's stupid. Um, I don't know if you know this, but they have a huge history of taking franchises and pushing them into the ground because they want to reimagine or reshape or rechange shit without actually thinking longevity. You know, it's like, ooh, this, how does this make money? This way, that's it. So, no love for the things that you bought. So, obviously, it's going to turn into shit. I mean, currently, Simpsons, who were major advocates against Disney, since they're now under Disney, um, do shit to help Disney. There was recently a fucking episode where they had J.J. Abrams on there, and they was just praising his ass to high heavens, and it was fucking disgusting. I love Simpsons, but I hated that episode, because it was just so goddamn awful. Dan, you're supposed to be talking about um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. But I'm mad, so it balances out, right? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Um, my issue is that, uh, well, currently, the reason that I'm angry is that I actually like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm not a fan of Captain America. I hate his comics. I thought the first Captain America movie sucked. Winter Soldier was a saving grace for him, and that movie's good and everything. And Civil War was basically... It's under the Captain America bubble, but realistically, that movie's whole dynamic is the fact that it's about the Marvel people fighting together. It's not its own movie. So, realistically, Captain America has a different, um, I have a different take on Captain America than most people. I don't care for his character at all. I do not like him. Never liked him in the comics. Um, never liked any shows or anything like that. You know, uh, my man Spider-Man. All, all day, always will be, always have been. But Falcon and the Winter Soldier has proven to be good in terms of correctly conveying a concept that Captain America would be or should be involved in. Because Captain America is, he represents America. So why wouldn't it be that there would be some duality in terms of how he does things or how he looks at stuff? Um, you know, like having him you know, also uh, doing things for the greater good of the mission that he's given, but at the same time having to deal with the fact that, hey, you know, not everything is hunky-dory in America, even though you want to pretend that it is. That's a fantastic way of looking at Captain America's plight as a character. Um, something that's never been done within the movies. It's just been, hey, this is what Steve's going through. Because, I don't know if you know this, but <laughs> it couldn't be a bigger... Um, a bigger... Uh, What's a good word? I want to say little bitch, but I would rather say hypocrite um, in all of superherodom than uh, Captain America, considering the fact that everything that makes him special was given to him. Um, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't something that was uh, not intended. He wasn't someone that essentially was given great power and then did the right thing. No, 
He was a weak little nobody who wanted to be a big, strong somebody and just had a lot of passion to fight for his country. That's it. Now, they never, like, as small and weak as he was, you never seen him do things like constantly working out or trying to get strong or get buff. He just stayed a weak little nobody, constantly getting beat up and everything. But it's like he didn't start lifting weights or doing push-ups or nothing like that. Don't understand why, um, especially considering that he tried out for basic training and he couldn't even pass to get in the army. But, hey, this is my gripes against Captain America, blah, 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 blah. But essentially, essentially, I never, uh, essentially, <laughs> essentially, Essentially, I think, oh man, I'm slurring my words, but uh, essentially, I never liked Captain America. Uh, never liked his concept, never liked anything about, anything about it. It was like immediately after he became a hero, he started having to do government jobs. So he just started doing missions and things like that. And then his enemies was the Nazis because that's who America fought. So yeah, I I get the concept, but I don't like the guy. That's That's how that works. So with that being said, uh, everything that um, involves Captain America, if it is to go on a deeper meaning or have a different, uh, deeper context or some layers added to it, it's not woke when you do shit like that. It's it's real. It's truthful. You know, having a character talk about the fact that there is a huge amount of segregation within America, even though segregation is now over with. That's not a that's not a sense of being woke. That, that's a sense of just like yeah, that is something that that this country is dealing with. That's just that's just what that is. <laughs> like there's there's nothing there's nothing preachy about it. Now if you have an entire episode talking about that this happened and how horrible the situation is and just showing you different examples of segregation happening within the modern area, that is woke. You know, that is essentially trying to sit there like, open your eyes, my brother. This is what is currently happening. But if you have a character that just mentions that or talk about that within the confines of the story, because it actually fits with the story, then it's just truthful. It's just it's just a, a little drop, um, little little nugget of fact within your story. Um, what was it uh, in the fourth Transformers movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg? There is the part when. His daughter has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend is actually much older than the daughter, and she's a minor. But the boyfriend literally has the law, which is called the Romeo and Juliet law, in his wallet to justify their relationship, which is a law that states that if people were currently dating while they both were minors, and then one of the people in the relationship happens to get older, because they had a previously established relationship, they can still continue to have that said relationship despite the fact that the other one happens to be a minor. It's called the Romeo and Juliet Law. And that's an actual real law. But it was something that was showcased and brought up within the Transformers movie. It wasn't beating you over the head with it, but it just lets you know to understand exactly what the hell was going on. Just a small little nugget of truth within just the story that's entirely fictional. So this is the background that I wanted to give for uh, my review of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because I know for a fact that right now the current thread is to berate Falcon and the Winter Soldier for being woke or having these woke moments. Because essentially, again, with Disney, you have turned your audience into people who expect you to fuck up and then you fuck up. So... It's no one's fault but your own when you actually have something that's actually worth a good watch and is quite enjoyable as far as dialogue, 
um, character dynamics, the chemistry between the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, the, the shit is just is fucking perfect. Um, and and just having a uh, uh, and just having a fantastic take on using a character like the Falcon, who is in the midst of becoming the next Captain America, um, or gaining the shield as the next Captain America, dealing with the current predicament that America is in, as well as reeling with the fact that he is a black man taking up the position of Captain America, or just what that black man would go through within our modern day time of dealing with just whatever type of bullshit that might happen, you know, in present day America, and also be reeling from the fact that um, the blip happened, what I call dusting, uh, the, the after effect of people just kind of losing their fucking mind and things just trying to get back to normal or him just trying to keep the peace as one should. And one of the things I love is that if you keep watching the episodes, um, it's Sam, isn't it? Yeah, the, the Falcon, I'll just go with Falcon. The Falcon is constantly doing things that essentially I remember um, Captain America doing from the other movies where he's quick to go like, hey, maybe we can talk this out. It's like, yes, you can, like, yo, this doesn't have to end in bloodshed which is something he stated a lot within like the fourth episode. But he's like, he's quick to think about what's going on. He's like, no, I understand why these people are mad. So I'm not going to just immediately try to arrest them or berate them or think or like speak ill of them or anything like that. Like, no, like we need to get these people to just stop because what they're doing isn't going to help anything, but I understand why they're doing it. And, and then like, and then him being uh, also exposed to the opposition of that, of hey, uh, you know you got um Zeno, is it Zeno or Zemo? Zeno um, constantly going like hey, you're thinking about this from a peaceful perspective, but I'm letting you know these people don't want peace. They want a problem, and now we're dealing with the fact of that Zemo's um, way of handling things actually might be not the right way of going about it, but he has a more logical mindset than anyone else dealing with this situation but just just overall what they're doing in the show is is amazing um you have bucky who essentially is reeling from the fact of uh ptsd he also has the memories of the times that he killed people and him still reeling from the fact that he just is afraid of becoming the winter soldier again fantastic concept for his character and all that they're doing with these characters is just it's really good. Like, I, I am actually liking this series. I, I really do like it. Now, the problem with that is that having those moments where truthful anecdotal um, concepts are brought up or just realistic, uh, refreshing dialogue or just any old, uh, hey, like, um, like, damn, like, that's a pretty deep concept when you think about it, considering what this person is saying is ever brought to attention can be perceived as just immediately going woke or I'm going ghost. <laughs> That's literally what I thought of when I said going woke. Like you just, you got a Danny Phantom bullshit thing going on, but you can, you can, you see what I'm saying, right? It's like just because someone is stating a fact or they're bringing up something that essentially is not, um, it, it does not adhere to just a regular old, beat him up, this is the bad guy, go after the bad guy, defeat the bad guy, you become the hero type deal, but instead it has some complex um, layers added to it, 
to the characters and everything that they got going on. Because even though Sam's doing what he's doing, I love the fact that he's still constantly thinking about, and he's reminded about the fact that he um, is trying to get a loan to save the boat that belongs to his family. But he has to deal with these people going around doing stuff. Really on some shit that like you like to see, that I personally like to see with some with um, superheroes where it's like, hey, they still have real world problems, even though they also have to save world problems. You know, one of the things that makes people love Spider-Man is how relatable he is. And the fact that you have the Falcon going around trying to help these people. But at the same time, in the back of his head, he's still telling himself, I got to get out. Like, I shouldn't be here. I should be at home trying to figure out a way to help my family, but I can't because the greater good requires me to do the greater good. And having that in this story, especially considering that no Captain America movie has ever had Captain America worry about shit. Yeah, I like that. Winter Soldier is about him trying to stop Bucky, his friend. Civil War is about trying to save Bucky, his friend. That's it. And the first Captain America movie is just establishing him. And again, that movie fucking sucks. So, having the Falcon deal with the fact that he doesn't feel that he's um, capable of, or he should wield the shield, and the fact that they got someone else being Captain America, he has to deal with that aspect, as well as um, him trying to help these people the only way that he can, without using, um, or without needing to be the, the next Captain America or anything like that. I, I like what they're doing with the characters but again when you bring up the fact that he has to deal with problems it's now being equated to wokeness or whenever he's speaking about things or they're talking about subject matters that within the confines of this show make absolute perfect sense considering that this is the subject matter that captain america would be going up against yeah, this isn't wokeness. This is just Captain America shit. We've just never got this before because Captain America movies have never been this complex. Hell, Hydra is an offshoot of the Nazis. Yet, when the Winter Soldier movie happens, it's essentially Hydra's just this bad guy group. Like, they're not what they used to be. And it's like, now they're a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, it's like, well, so then technically, doesn't that mean that half the S.H.I.E.L.D. is Nazis? And it's like, no, they're just they're just Hydra now. And it's like, Hydra's just its own thing. And it's like, well, no, it isn't. And then it's like, you look at the Captain America comics. At first, you fought Hydra, who were Nazis. Then afterwards, you started fighting communists, because that's what America went up against. And it's like, they made Captain America fight whatever it is that they wanted America to have a problem with and that's that was his that was his deal that was his his shebang bang <laughs> so Falcon and the Winter Soldier actually having subject matter be brought up that speaks and is basically conceptually um spot on with something that you would think of Captain America having to deal with or even discuss or talk about I'm enjoying I'm liking it I I, I think that it's cool I think that it's pretty Pretty dope that you got Sam dealing with this, and at the same time, he's not a super soldier. He um, he doesn't got the shield, but he's just trying to make his own way at being a hero. And it's just he just like hit with just blow after blow after blow, and he's still trying to go about it his own way to make it his own, like you know, to to be his own person. And I find that fantastic. But again, it's being perceived as woke sim simply because. That's the best strategy in terms of targeting or talking about the current MCU, um, 
I'll say faction, like it's a offshoot or something else, but like the, the current direction that the MCU was going. You take anyone who looks at the comics and is like, you see shit like this within the comics, it usually it leads to a bunch of woke nonsense that just disgusts you. And it's like, you'll go fuck yourself. Um, and then it's like, uh, you got those people not trusting the MCU um, content anymore. So then like, yeah, they're not going to be interested in anything that kind of tries to be thought provoking or dives deeper into just a, a bunch of um, concepts or different things that would uh, realistically be a part of the Captain America's um, subject matter. I mean, everything that people have been introduced to Captain America with within the MCU hasn't tackled this shit. So when you see someone else who's supposed to pick up the mantle of um, Captain America, you kind of I can understand why people will be remiss to have this stuff brought up if Captain America has never had to have this stuff being brought up. Did that make sense? <laughs> uh, but essentially, it's like it, the Captain America movies have never touched on this stuff. Therefore, why is this show that's basically making a next Captain America talking about this stuff? And realistically, it's like the Captain America movies should have talked about this stuff. And having the Falcon be a character who has to go through this stuff actually is pretty cool. There are some times when it's like, hey, just wordage, like just the way how you phrase that sentence, I can understand why people will get up in arms about it. But it's like, hey, if you would have just changed just a couple of words and certain things and like in certain mannerisms that they have within different episodes, yeah, totally fine. Um, it was like, it's not that bad. But it's like, I understand, like, hey, this just seemed like the right thing. Um, what is it, on the second episode when he was like, that was a, why no one tell me that there was a black super soldier? And I was like, it wasn't, I was like, to me, it wasn't the fact that it was a black super soldier, but rather that there was just another super soldier that they've been testing on. Why did, I was like, why didn't you just say that? It didn't matter that he was black, as far as I could tell, just the fact that he was a super soldier. Um, then you had on the third episode when he was like, I look like a pimp. And then Zemo was like, any flash, any um, forward, any fashion forward black man. And he's like, yeah, I'll leave it to an American to believe that like a fashion forward black man is a pimp. And I was like, yep. I was like, that's a, I was like, that's fantastic. I was like, problem is, and I was like, in the current wake of the MCU, <laughs> saying shit like that makes people go, yeah, look how woke it's been. And it's like, eh, not really. And I was like, yeah. Motherfuckers dressed this flamboyant all over the world. And it's like, yes. I, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, yo, he looked like a pimp. <laughs> I was like, that's what I told myself. And then Zemo said that, and I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there are in another country, and people are looking at me and like, oh, yeah, that's Smiling Tiger. And it's like, that's how he dresses, you know? <laughs> so I, I was like, I, 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 but I was like, I understand. I can tell people are going to look at this and be like, uh no 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 and, and that's that's really fucking sad um i was using this time to basically review the third episode because the third episode was a clusterfuck of stuff it wasn't really that interesting and honestly there was a bunch of stuff that was happening that i just thought was just dumb in terms of uh progression of the story it, it was interesting and um like what they were saying and there was a lot of funny moments hell um Sam bringing up, a, I forgot what album it was, and then um, Bucky being like, I like 40s music, so I don't know, I don't really, I didn't like it, and then he was like, so you didn't like it, he's like, I liked it, it's just, like, I like 40s music, <laughs> he's like, that's my era, that's where I'm from, that's what I like, and then, like, uh, Zima was like, oh yeah, that, that was a fantastic thing, he said, like, it really gives um, a good, uh, he was like, you know, it really speaks to the African-American experience, <laughs> 
Sam like looking at him. He's like, he's out of line, but he's right. <laughs> it was like, I like that. But again, it's one of those moments where I was like, ah, oh, damn. It was like, as soon as it happened, it, it just washed away. And I was like, damn, nerds are going to be like, oh, no, they being woke again. I was like, that motherfucker, that, ah, that was just a funny moment. But, and then you're currently, if you look at whatever's happening, like currently they're being reared in because of this shit. And honestly, I think people are not giving it a fair shot. Because they just they're seeing this. Oh my god, it, it's so it's just like it's hard to put into words. But it's like the subject matter that they're tackling within this series, and the fact that Captain America, like the fact that it's Captain America, and how they're handling this subject matter in terms of like the flag smashers or people dealing with um wanting no borders again or like having to come back after the blip and all this stuff. I was like as I was like, as far as I'm concerned, Captain America-wise, this is spot on. But it's being perceived as woke nonsense simply because it ain't just a bunch of shooty-shooty, fighty-fighty shit. And I was like, yeah, I, I like it, though. It, it's, I like it. I, I like it a lot. Like, it, it's a hell of a lot better than fucking WandaVision. And, you know, if memory served, I hated WandaVision after the third fucking episode, yet people were still raving about it. And then it wasn't considered terrible until the last episode, which threw me for a fucking loop. And I was like, all of it was shit. But no, it was the last episode because it ended the way that it did. That's what made it shitty. And I was like, no, this was always shit. But now I'm looking at Falcon and the Winter Soldier and I'm like, hey, this is actually pretty good. And as far as a... As far as the concept go and like what they're talking about, I actually am, in, am enjoying it. And everyone else was like, this is some woke bullshit. And I was like, I don't see it as woke bullshit. Hell, they were in fucking Boston and it was a black man and a white dude arguing in the middle of the street loud as hell. And some cops pulled up. <laughs> and then and it was like talking to the white guy like, are you okay? And it's like, shit like that happens. It's not a woke signaling. It's like shit like that happens. And the thing is, is that that part wasn't harping on the cops interference with them it was harping over the fact that those two were arguing and then they had to deal with the cops and it was like and it was just off it was just realistically just like just a bad time like dude this is a bad time right now and it's like show me your id i ain't showing you my id and it was like no and it's like i'm trying to talk to him and and then you got bucky trying to get the cops to leave and it was like we're just talking and the cops are the one putting their hands on their guns and everything and it's like yo shit like this happens but this isn't. This shouldn't be considered a woke concept. This should just be sort of like, yo, this is just shit that happens. And then just like, hey, we should take this as this is currently what's the norm within America. So dealing with a superhero that is America, yeah, bitch, this is what you would expect. Like, this is something that I was like, I like that they're paying respect to this. It wasn't so far-fetched. Like, it's not like they immediately came and arrested the Falcon, and then he's, like, trying to still talk, but he's in handcuffs, and then Winter Soldier's trying to help him out, and then they have to break him out of jail, and he's looking at the cops like, you racist bastards, and it's like, no, that's not what happened. And I, I like what they're doing. But the third episode, again, was kind of a clusterfuck. Introducing the uh, granddaughter and having it to where she's been hiding out all this time is incredibly idiotic. Um, just a real uh, quick recap of the third episode. Because I'll, I'll, I, I, fourth episode was, was really good. Third episode was just like, what the fuck? <sighs> Here we go. Um, her, I believe that she's the power broker. I, I just, I got a hunch. Um, I think she's the power broker because they keep making her important now. And then they keep bringing up the power broker more than they did before. Um, not only that. 
But her being her hiding out this long is incredibly idiotic. Uh, it seems as if she wasn't there for the blip, um, like she didn't get dusted into um, nothingness. So realistically, then she should have went to Black Widow, who would have then gracefully accepted her in because Black Widow was fucking running everything as far as memory serves um, when it came to everyone getting dusted. So her going to her for help and when all the show, when everything was in a clusterfuck would have made absolute total sense. And she most likely would have been welcomed with open arms, especially considering that she was on the run after she helped uh, Captain America and the Falcon do what they did during the Civil War. But all she did was bring them their gear. You know, and it was like, hey, we need help trying to stabilize the world right now. You're a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. I can trust you because let's not forget Black Widow also helped them during the whole Civil War shit. So, yeah, I, I, I see it as completely idiotic that she's still on the run and then she's basically doing criminal shit now. And her excuse for doing criminal shit now and then like blaming the Falcon for the fact that she's on the run and like no one came to help her. I was like, that just seems not real it, it was like it doesn't it doesn't fit within your character at all and i was like shit you was there for the whole hydra bullshit as well as helping out during the civil war and it's like we're past that stuff now so you still being on a run makes zero sense like like who the fuck is looking for you why would they still be looking for you that shit is over with it's over like it's been over you should have been trying to get in contact with somebody to make sure like you was okay and you got your pardon winter soldier got a pardon and that nigga was literally an assassin and it's like he got a pardon because it was like well he was under mind control and it's like falcon got a pardon and then he went against the government so what what the fuck are you doing in another country still doing illegal shit and it's like now you're purposely doing illegal shit and it's like, I'm supposed to believe that, like, everything's hunky-dory, and I was like, and then, when you were given a, um, a golden ticket to just be, like, you know, like, 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 it's all good, and, like, you can go back home now, you kind of was like, nah, I can't trust you, and it's like, what the fuck, <laughs> and it's like, I didn't change, you changed, so, like, the only person here who shouldn't warrant any trust is you, you helping us out is because that was the right thing to do, it wasn't a matter of you being, like, you knew what the risks were, that's why you did it, so then it's like, well, after the fact, if I'm telling you like, yo, it's all good, like that shit's squashed now, then you should be like, oh, good, I can go home. <laughs> and I was like, but that's not what happened. You wanted to be like, no, nah, you just give me that pardon and then we'll see. And I was like, I'm pretty sure she's going to have the pardon and then she's going to keep doing more shady shit as the power broker or whatnot. And I was like, yeah, I believe like, they're going to try to make it like a twist or whatever, um, you know, lead on for another season or blah, blah, blah. It don't matter. But I was just like, ah, that was disappointing as shit um, for that part. Um, then they had them look for the scientists that recreated the Winter Soldier um, super um, superhuman serum and um, when they found them they had bounty hunters after them and this is where everything got really fucking stupid they had bounty hunters after them but the bounty hunters didn't know where they were they just knew they were in the area she initiated contact she started fighting these bounty hunters near where their entrance were she didn't attack some and then run away to try to you know chase them out of where they were no she just started fighting people and then getting beat up and then still like fighting or whatnot but it was like 
All you had to do was keep hiding. They didn't know what they were looking for. They just knew they were there. But it's not like they were opening up containers or anything like that. So it's like you didn't need to fight anybody. But they had to do it anyway. And I was like, that was dumb. Yeah. Um, hell, they even had um, Zenu uh, put on a mask. I pray that I'm saying that correctly because I cannot remember what they call them. Zemu, Zeno, Zebu. <laughs> I want to say Zenu. So I'm going to just go Zenu. And they had him put on a mask. Then he just starts shooting, and then he immediately took it off. And I was like, well, that was that was disappointing. <laughs> I was like, could have had him keep it on longer or something, but that was disappointing. But his coat is fantastic. I will give him that. His coat, oh, man, that thing is, is beautiful. With the purple, damn. Like, that. <laughs> that's a nice coat. I got to give it to him on that one. That's a nice coat. Also, how he got broken out of prison was funny as hell. <laughs> now, um... So that's that's the end for the third episode, and then uh, just got it. But um, the fourth episode was actually really really good. Um, I enjoyed it. I just saw it and I, I liked it, and I was like, "Damn!" And I was like, it, "I was like, you come out the gate saying something that's an awesome concept, pretty thought provoking, and fits well within the series." But again, I know people are gonna take it as woke nonsense, but. I was like, realistically, that's Captain America's whole shtick is fighting these types of people. And if we're establishing that the people that they're fighting now, the Flag Smashers, are becoming these types of people, you're not doing a disservice to Captain America, you fucktards. But that's how people are going to perceive it because, again, the MCU turned itself into shooty, shooty, stabby, stabby, action, action, good guy, bad guy, the end. And... It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Hell, even Spider-Man done turned into that. And people think that those movies are amazing when they're pieces of shit. I'll, I'll say that to my dying day. And I was like, yeah, Tom Holland's Spider-Mans are, are horrible. And there's no no fault on Tom Holland as an actor. I'm not going to do that. No, it's just that those movies are fucking terrible. Hell, and it's like, look why Into the Spider-Verse won an Oscar. You know, Into the Spider-Verse was animation. You, know, I, you say what you want to say, but that was a good fucking movie. Um... And that was an actual Spider-Man. <laughs> Tom Miles, uh, uh, Miles Morales wasn't being Miles Morales from the comics. There's a reason for that. Miles Morales for the comics isn't that deep. But uh, that Into Spider-Verse is a good movie. Um, they fixed them in all the right ways. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully that just stays the impression of Miles forever. Forever? 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 Yeah. I'm... Uh, I'm an African American. <laughs> no, um, but uh, coming out the gate of the fourth episode with Zemu basically bringing up supremacy, and he didn't say white supremacy, but he said supremacy. And what he what he said, I thought was was just dope. Um, just this the concept of a super um, of a super soldier scares people, and it's like you are superior. And it was like, and when people get superior, they get the thought in the mind to do whatever they want to do. And he was like, we've seen this before. It's what lead to shit like the Nazis. And it was like, like Ultron, like the Avengers. And it was like, and the dude has every right to say what he, what he's saying, considering that this is the same guy that tried to destroy the, or succeeded in splitting up the Avengers because their arrogance led to his entire fucking country getting destroyed which also resulted in his family getting killed simply because Iron Man just couldn't not be stupid 
because that's what he is. <laughs> um, so I I thought it was amazing that they had that, and then they had um Bucky talk about the fact that it was like, well, it didn't corrupt um, Captain America, you know, Steve uh, Steve Rogers, and then he was like, touche. But there has never been another Steve Rogers, and I was like, another nod towards the Falcon of the fact that like, hey, if you were Captain America would he be able to keep the same claim? You know, and I was like, and then uh, later on in the episode, Zemo asked him, he was like, if you were given the super soldier serum, uh, if you were given the super soldier serum, would you take it? And then he just went, no. And then like, and then even Zemo had to give acknowledge to the fact, he was like, an immediate answer. I like that. And then he was like, that was an immediate answer as well as a dismissal to the superhero. So, like, you've thought about this before and you've told yourself, no, I wouldn't do it. And it was like, because you don't need it. And it's like, if that's not the makings of him proving even more that he should be Captain America, I don't know what is. And it's like, you know, like he should be taken as a, as a bigger um, role as a hero. And considering that this is basically his journey to becoming Captain America. Yeah, like he's hitting all the right buttons. And I like that they're having him hit all the right fucking buttons. Um, you know, and it's like you even have Bucky reeling from the fact of just being upset that he gave the shield away while his um, retort to it is, I didn't give it away. I just didn't think that I should have it, you know? And it's like with Bucky, it's like, you shouldn't have gave it away. And it was like, you are, you're the one he entrusted to have the shield with. So then you should hold it in higher regard than I ever could. But it's like, you're not. And that's something that's holding, that's weighing heavy on Bucky. And I love that. And like, um, Having Zemo saying the, the supremacy thing, I was like, nigga, it fits so goddamn well. Because it's like, yo, look at what Tony Stark kept doing because of the fact that he was like, you know, we got all this power and whatnot. We know what's good for everybody. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker made Ultron. <laughs> it was like, Ultron could have destroyed the world. But it didn't because, you know, it doesn't matter if the world gets destroyed. You'd be damn sure that they're going to avenge it. That's such a stupid ass concept. <laughs> I don't like the Avengers. <laughs> I just like Spider-Man. Uh, I'm not a Marvel fan. I'm a Spider-Man fan. It's like I'm not a DC fan. I'm a Batman fan. Totally different. Like those are those just different things. Yeah. And it's like there's some out there that would probably like be able to understand. It's like um. It's like when someone goes like, hey, are you an X-Men fan? It's like, no, I'm a Wolverine fan. It's like, what, what the fuck is the difference? There's a big fucking difference. <laughs> it's like, I like Wolverine. I don't like the X-Men. Like, that's a, that's a big fucking difference. Hell, that, that again equates to me. I'm a Wolverine fan. I am not an X-Men fan. I give two shits what Scott Summers wants to do. Scott Summers is a horrible person. I like Logan. Or his real name, William. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I told you, I'm a fan. <laughs> Like, if you don't know, now you know. Hell, I love that in Logan, they actually had his real name um, on his ID. I fucking love that part. <laughs> it was like, had his real name on his ID. And I was like, God damn it, if, if you don't know. <laughs> like, oh, beautiful. But, uh, yeah, and like in, in dealing with the fourth episode, uh, having Zemu point that out um, and everything, and it's like we're talking with uh, the Falcon, fantastic. Now that they introduced that the uh, Wakandans are after Zemu, uh, I also liked, you know, and it was like, yeah, like they were upset that he broke out of jail and now they want him. So we got a problem. 
And the beauty of Zemo's character is that he's going along with them, but he's still doing the tricks of his trade because, hey, that's what he is. He's a crafty bastard. Um, that's what we were given privy to during Civil War. That's what we're seeing again now. And in the midst of everything that's going on and him being crafty, you know, you also got him sticking to his guns that they established with, um, especially like what they've been bringing to light. It's like, if there's anyone who hates the super soldier, um, program more than anybody, it's him because it led up to the shit that got his country destroyed. So even when given the opportunity to have the serums and you just saw them all in front of him, man, starts stomping them out like crazy. And I loved it. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, it didn't, I was like, they would have so broke character. If he would have like took some, or tried to take one or something like that. This motherfucker slammed him down, just stomping on him. And I was like, this is good. <laughs> I was like, they're doing so well with his character. Um, and just, and it like, essentially just him sticking to his guns. That's what I like seeing more than anything. And I, I love it. Um, having the uh, leader of the Flag Smashers essentially just kind of like become... Like, you can see her turning into, like, this radical terrorist leader while as she's still trying to remain the fact that it's like, no, we're revolutionary. But it's like, look at what you're doing. And even she's understanding and rearing from the fact of, like, certain stuff that she's doing. Um, and it's like, I like that, you know? And it's like, and I like um, them bringing up Sam's past because, again, something that, you know, isn't really discussed, but it's like he used to... Um, be there for ex-military people that just want to sit there and talk about their problems, you know, like now, like he has, um, he has a, a bunch of experience in just speaking to people, you know, and it's like that's where um, Captain America first like was meeting him and talking to him. He was like, he was like, you know, people who come home from doing duty, and it's like, hey, sometimes you can't sleep at night, and you need you need need someone to talk to that's been through this shit. And, and like him being like, yeah, I have that experience. And then actually going to talk to the girl uh, who's leader of Flag Smashers. And then basically it's just like, you know, a, um, just a, a just an immediate like we're following you no matter what type of character. And that's whatever um, is is OK. And it's like that, that's cool. And I was like, hey, that's a, that's a nice little callback to where he actually come from. And it's like it's not him being the hero. It's not with the gear or anything like that. But like him actually talking to her was starting to work. And then you actually got to see her understanding that, hey, I'm kind of like what I'm doing is kind of fucked up. And then she was like, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, as long as um, like he was like someone I know that knows a lot about the super soldier serum is saying that you're a supremacist. And she was like, what? That's that's ridiculous. And it was like, well, you did do this. And she was like, well, that's because like they were in my way and anything that's in my way needs to stop. And he's like, ah, and she's like, no, no, you, 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 you tricked me. <laughs> it was like, you're mixing my words up. But then it was like, at the same time, she's understanding and realizing like, hey, he's got a point, you know, <laughs> and it was like, ah, and it was like, all right, you got a point, but that's not what I'm trying to do. And it was like, well, you can see from my perspective, along with the rest of the world, yeah, this shit ain't going in well. And it was like, you got to understand, like, he was like, you just got to stop. And he was like, I understand what you want and everything, but there's got to be a better way to go about doing it. And then, like, even explaining to her, like, hey, like, my life, like, I got shit that I want to do, but it's like, I'm here trying to help you out because that seems, like, far more important right now. And it was like, that was fantastic. And then she, got like, called up the sister to threaten her and everything, and then they, like, got him on edge and everything. And then she was like, you know I wouldn't hurt her. And then it was like, yeah, but look what you did. You called and threatened her. You, you threatened my family to get to me when that wasn't necessary, but you did it. 
It's like you you can understand that I'm seeing you turn into something that I'm trying to stop you from becoming. But hey, you might be too far gone. And I was loving it. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. I I'm enjoying Falcon and the Winter Soldier right now. It's on its fourth episode, and it only got six episodes. Um, and considering that WandaVision had, like, what, fucking eight? Um, eight or nine? And I was done after two? Like, I just thought the first two was amazing. And then three through the whatever was horrible. Um, you know, I got high hopes. The problem is that I can see them doing some more shit like WandaVision in the hopes of trying to grasp that lightning in the bottle that they thought they kind of had, or they think because of the ratings that they probably have. But realistically, if Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out first, I'm pretty sure that would have far more buzz than WandaVision. But it is what it is. So now that people are upset because of Falcon, I mean, uh, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier kind of had a, an abysmal start to anything and everything. If this was just this flashy beat em up, I'm pretty sure people would have just ran towards it and just loved it. But it's not. So we have a problem. Now, uh oh. Oh, Let me take a drink. (laughs) Now, you know, I got, um, I just think that, uh, what what it's doing is fantastic, is pretty good. I'm just sad that. It's not going to get the appreciation that it deserves right now because of the current direction that Disney has taken with everything and just how people feel so strongly about it. And sad sad to say that they brought it on themselves by doing this. It's sad to see this happen, but hey, they brought it on themselves. And uh, that's their own goddamn fault. (laughs) It's nobody's fault but their own. It's their own fault. Um... Hell, right now, a lot of people are loving Godzilla vs. Kong, and that's a dumbass movie. Like, that's a horrible movie, but I'm a Godzilla fan, so I hate it. Um, (laughs) It's like, I hate all of it, but I'm not the majority right now, (laughs) and it's like the same thing can be said for what's happening right now. I think this is okay. I think this is pretty good, but I for damn sure not the majority when it comes to people who indulge in the mcu type stuff and people who indulge in the mcu are tired of this woke uh, just being told that they should feel certain ways about certain things when it's brought to light within their series and whatnot they're tired of that and to me falcon and the winter soldier isn't telling you this shit it's just using it as story elements you know or um storytelling elements not that it's putting in your face or letting you know you know it's not doing the whole commercial where the indian uh well native american is walking on the street and they throw trash at his foot and he looks up and start crying it's not doing that but it's just letting you know like hey this shit happens let this be a part of the story you know it's like if you watching a movie and a character gets arrested and then like he's um like on terminator when um sarah connor was in the um police precinct trying to tell them what happened with the terminator and on the first one and then you get to see the Terminator go through the police precinct, killing everybody. 
she needed to get arrested in order for that part to happen. But it's not like this was trying to tell you that the cops arrest people who are totally telling the truth all the time. No, bitch. <laughs> that wasn't what was happening. That was a that was a very um, out there analogy. <laughs> I, I literally can't think of another situation with cops in a movie or anything like that. It's not coming to my head right now. I apologize for that. But that's that's an out there analogy. But I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, I feel now I feel bad. It's like it's like that doesn't mean that like how the fuck is that the same? <laughs> it's like when the cops pulled up on them when they're talking in the street. It just uh, it's similar. <laughs> it's cause it involved cops, I guess. I don't I don't fucking know. Oh shit. That's funny. That's funny to me. Alright, I'm gonna end it here. Um, hey, I, I I hope that this does well. You know, I hope that it keeps uh you know, that it ends on a high note for me. I, I I enjoy it. I think that it's good. Um, by all means if this is the, the straw that breaks the camel's back that forces people to to be done with the MCU. Hey, uh, them's the breaks, you know. <laughs> I was like, hey, I, I, I'll take it, but yeah, it is what it is. Well, this has been another episode of Fun Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. And as always, good people. Hope you had fun.